1: Welcome to episode number 83 of b The Australian Story. My name is Veronica here on the beautiful Mornington Peninsula in Victoria and I'm here with our co-host, Executive Director of Melbourne South, Mr Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent.
0: Hi, Veronica. Hi, everyone. Great to be back and great to see you back after having last week off. We've marked you as absence on the palms and, uh, and you probably would have got a letter from the membership committee from last week, but uh, it's good to have you back on.
1: Thank you. And do you know something? No one ever complains that I'm not there. They always say it's a fantastic podcast uh, no matter who's doing it because it's always a great story from a great member. Um, And actually that brings me to a, um, a question for you, Brent. Those membership letters that are coming out that are saying to someone that you've missed a meeting or that you may have missed two meetings, where are they coming from? Are they automatically generated or are they from the membership committee?
0: Okay, they are absent letters now in b Connect, a system generated. And when the uh, Vice President enters the palms for that that particular week, that's when they come out. But the great thing is when you get an absence back, it also congratulates you. So a lot of the time our members will... uh, We'll automatically uh, reply to it, and it comes to our executive director saying, "Oh, this was a mistake, or this was a medical, or or something like that, or I had a sub not turn up." Yeah, it's it's automatically generated to save the vice presidents a lot of time because they were spent, they did usually uh, spend a lot of time chasing up absences uh, every week, and and it's a friendly reminder about our attendance policy because without our attendance policy working in BNI. The whole system falls apart and you really need to be there, be visible for B and I to work for you. And that's why it's, there. it's a bit of a reminder. Some people even get confused with the with the um congratulations letters when they get all their absences back and they think, oh, they're emailing me again. But it's it's not the case. It's it's uh if they read into it and a bit down, they'll find out the why behind it. But um, yeah, yeah, they they come from the system when the palms are put in. By the vice president. And if the vice president does it that day and they weren't there, they'll get it that day. If the vice president does it 48 hours later, that's when the uh, the email will generate.
1: Well, I think it's exciting. Every time uh, B and I are developing these new tools and we've got all these incredible resources now, I think that's just um, another way that we can support our leadership teams that have all, well, they, hopefully they're transitioning and they're doing their training and they're getting ready for the 1st of April.
0: Yeah, for sure, and uh, and obviously that's coming up very soon. Um, also coming up too is the BNI Australia Biz- Business Growth Conference, which is now in Sydney. It's going to be around the Parramatta area, and we should have at the time recording. Uh, by the time this podcast comes out, you should we should have a venue actually fully confirmed, um, and it'll be a great conference. Um, lots of guest speakers, Stan Phelps. Uh, the author of the Goldfish series, who is fantastic. He'll be speaking as well. Um, You can actually Zoom in to the conference online. Uh, Early bird's like $39, or if you want to do it in person, it's $179 for the day for members, and it's fully catered. So, um, yeah, you'll be able to go along, all-inclusive, all-day event, great value. So get along, see some great speakers, uh, network with other people from around the BNI world, and uh, really enjoy you know, getting together for one of our big conference events because we haven't been able to get all together like this for a couple of years now.
1: I know. And, you know, reach out to one of our, um, our members who are in the travel industry and use their services to book your tickets. I reckon let's, uh, you know, online's fantastic. it served us well. But I reckon let's get on a plane, let's all get in a bus and let's all go and let's get all amongst it and, uh, and go and network with some real people in a real place, but I'm looking on the screen now, so our listeners don't get a chance to see what I'm seeing, and I can see a bit of a celebrity here. We've got Lisa Gill with us, and we've also got another um, beautiful guest that I don't know, so I'm really looking forward to uh, to meeting. Uh, so, Brent, would you like to do the honors?
0: Yes, we have got a um, couple of superstars with us today in the executive director world of BNI. We've got Lisa Gill, who is the executive director of. B and I, Brisbane Southwest and Toowoomba. And you might remember Lisa from episode 32. And she's been on the podcast since September 2020. So, a uh, long time between drinks for Lisa. Welcome.
2: Hi, Brad. Hi, B, Thank you for having me. Now, you're actually younger. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can do touch ups on Zoom now. Like <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's all right. Lisa's gorgeous. We're having yeah, yeah, a bit of a joke. Yeah. And we've got our newest executive director in Australia, uh, Sharon McGorry, who is executive director of Brisbane North. And this is her first time on the BI, the Australian Story podcast. So welcome, Sharon. Welcome. Awesome.
3: Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. And I'm an avid listener. So I'm super excited uh, to be here today and to meet. Uh, you, Veronica. So I'm excited. Well, thank
1: you. You almost didn't. So I'm very, very happy that we all got on the same <laughs> podcast together. That's nice.
0: <laughs> so um, the reason why we got Lisa and Sharon on today is because uh, their members have uh, have been working together with the recent severe weather events in uh, southeast Queensland uh, with the with a rain bomb that constantly hit that area, and I couldn't imagine what it, what it would be like. As a part of that, a lot of houses got flooded, a lot of our members' lives got severely disrupted and we wanted to share some great stories that has come out from that from B and I members working together while it's still very current so we've, we've put aside our normal sort of uh, our normal sort of pod, podcast schedule to share those stories and uh, Lisa and Sharon have been on the ground uh, through all of that so we might start with Lisa um how have your members actually got through this and and tell us some of the stories that came out of the last couple of weeks
2: yeah uh, thanks Brent and even as you're just talking about it then I still get goosebumps and it still you know hits you in the heart to hear the stories that did come out and it's not not a time that I was prouder to be a BNI member than when you hear the stories that do come out so um I've got about five different scenarios but I've got two that really um hit hit home and one was one of our members he's probably been a member for about four or five years and his wife is was due at the floods in four weeks for their second baby yeah. their house went um their house went under and if you look at the photos on Facebook all, all everything they owned and loved was out on the footpath but the the day of cleanup. He said 40% of the people that were helping him clean up were BNI members, and he said um, that the the outpouring of help was just phenomenal. Now, because she had a baby due in four weeks, um, they lost all their new baby stuff, and people were saying, well, what can we do to help? So they actually wrote a list and said, hey, guys, if you can help, this is what we're needing Actually, I had to ask people to stop donating. They were receiving so much. So they were, ended up getting gift vouchers and um, money donations and stuff like that because of um, the sheer amount of stuff that they received. And this member, when I spoke to him, he said, Lisa, I was so humbled with the amount of help that just kept coming. But then when they finished helping clean his house, they'd go next door and help the next-door neighbour and it went down the street. And well, there's, you know, the B&I Mud Army coming along um, this one street just to help them out. Like those sorts of stories are just, and look, would anybody help? Sure. But to get this just in one spot, go, hey, guys, we need help, and then bang, they're there. I think that was just one of my, one of my all-time proud to be a BNI and i member uh, moments. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Well, I like the BNI Mud Army <laughs> because obviously, uh, obviously, Brisbane had their what they called their Mud Army 2.0 because um, a lot of Brisbane went underwater only about 11 years ago. So a lot of those people just got smashed again by all this, also. But um, how, how the community sort of uh, the BNI communities come together and and help one of their own. And then I love it how they've just gone on going. Oh well, the the neighbour needs help now. Let's go and let's go and clear out them their place. Saying so, yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. And uh, Sharon, Brisbane North wasn't uh, didn't miss Brisbane North either. Either in your particular uh, in your particular region. So how um, tell us about that story? Yeah,
3: thank you. I um I uh, like Lisa. I get you know I get really quite emotional because it was an emotional time for our members and I sent uh, an email to everyone in my region said listen if you need anything reach out please um, you know I, I'm here to help how can I help and we had one of the chapter members reach out and um that he's the 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 lady she does social media she said look uh, the guy that is the handyman in our chapter is really suffering um, he needs help um, he's, he's lost everything sort of thing. So um, I rang him and I said, how can I help? And he says, what do you mean? And I said, what, what can I do to help? And um, he said, um, oh, I'd really love uh, to get a plumber. And I said, okay, uh, I'll get you a plumber. So anyway, he said he wanted to get a great um, sort of dug around, a trench around the actual shed and um, he needed to have that dug out and um, needed a plumber to put in the the plumbing. So anyway, I rang plumbers around B&I, and they're all busy, but they said, hey, look, we're happy to help. So I said to my stepfather, who's a retired plumber, uh, Jeff, could you just come out and just have a look and um, see what we need? So my son and his uh, three uni mates were here waiting because they were going to come and help dig the trench. And they actually – so Jeff came over, and my mum is – vision impaired, so she's got uh, macular degeneration, so she doesn't have any, like, vision from the front. And what, why I bring that up is because it's really interesting, um, her take on on how she felt. So we go there, Jeff goes there, and we walk in, and it's just swamp. And so we're helping mum through, and mum's going, oh, it's really, like, quite like low, you know, like, going through. Anyway, so we get there, and mum was saying that she... Well, she took over the um, the position of four person. She can't see, but she could speak. So, four person. Kath stepped in, and and um, and she was amazed about how she felt the sense of love and the sense of that we were there to help everybody. And um, so, when we got there, um, so Jeff worked out a situation so the boys didn't have to dig the trench. So Jeff fixed it on the actual day, and the guy was so appreciative of how like. He, he just couldn't believe that, you know, I turn up with Jeff, a plumber, and my mum who's dishing out orders to everybody, Jeff and I, of uh, what she can do to help. But what was quite interesting was we were there and this beautiful lady bought these handmade um, muffins. It turns out that she actually was a carer for my sister. I have a sister that's intellectually disabled and she was a carer and it was an emotional like she's crying my mum's crying everyone's crying and it was just mum got in the car and said I feel I just how can we help more b people what what can Jeff do <laughs> what can Jeff do and mum to shout <laughs> the orders what can Jeff you know what I mean like what can we do to help like what, what else can I do and when we sh- when she shared back her story because she sh- she had it from a different um, like a different lens you know we can all see the devastation but she felt that that just like I said to her, it's like a being like it's like a wedding that we all turn up to she said that's what it is it's like we all turn up to the wedding like we we just there's no other option so um, it was very emotional and um, so I did say to everybody that. Mum does do a lot of suri, and that if she might ask suri to ring bni members, so they may just get calls of random because she Probably. said, she said <laughs> Sorry, Hey, suri, vision
0: impaired Scottish woman,
3: yeah, by <laughs> vision impaired Scottish woman. Because, yeah, so it was really interesting, different sides. And as, as Lee said, it's just, yeah, goosebumps, beautiful,
0: yeah. And all this is, has come from really the only, the only connection where all this comes from is that, uh. That they they wear the same badge with the BNI logo on and meet each other and and connect to each other and and we say a lot of people come to B&I for the referrals, but what they realise down the track is the support, the community, the camaraderie uh, that comes from that and you know situations like what you guys have gone through brings out the best in people as well and, uh, you know, Lisa you. Got something to add to that?
2: Absolutely. So you, you spoke at um, the beginning in the intro, Brent, about the 2011 floods. So one of our members, he's actually on my team. His name's Jace. He has a mechanic workshop. And his whole mechanic workshop went under in 2011. And he said, Lisa, the whole street was like a ghost town for months. And um, why I actually rang him before I came on the podcast because I just wanted to get a bit more take on it. Because what he said to me in an earlier conversation was in 2011, I always thought if this ever happened to me again, I don't know how I'd cope. And um, he said he's actually feeling okay already after this flood. He lost everything again. The ground floor went under in 2011. It went under two and a half metres. This time it went under one and a half metres. And he said he lost tire machines and balances. And I go, okay, for the chick, why didn't you get them out? And he said, oh, because they're too heavy and they're welded to the concrete, but now they're all stuffed, right? He says approximate value, two hundred dollars to $300,000. <sighs> to make this worse is Jace was actually stuck at home. So the rains came down Saturday. He's isolated from Saturday to Wednesday in his house and his mechanic workshop's going under on Saturday night. So he had BNI members ringing and going, Look, what can we do? Can we go there? I know you can't. What do you need us to do? And he said um, that the calls, he actually had to stop taking calls on the Sunday because he couldn't cope anymore. He just put a message on there saying, Hey, I'm just, you know, can't take any more calls right now. So he said, I said, Well, so why do you think this is different, Jace? Why do you think it's different now from 2011? And in the last two, two and two and a half, three years, he's worked really hard on his giver's gain reputation, right? He's been number one in my region for three years. So um, he's worked hard on the reputation, worked hard on his credibility. People, he, people hold him in a high level of regard, right? So as soon as somebody is like, well, what can we do? Well, how can we be there? Um, and today's bookkeeper came and checked in and brought him a coffee. Um, he's um, the lawyers in the chapter, you know, all just checking in on him. And he said, "mental." the mental support network this time is what's going to help him get through. He wouldn't have bothered picking himself up again last after last time, but this time he had BNI and that is all the difference. So we can say that the BNI mud army comes in, whatever that is, and, you know, people do have friends and family around, but who's got it on tap like that? Who's got those people? And he wasn't ringing anybody. These people were just coming in and another another person who'd only had one one-to-one with and seen this person once turned up with coffee stayed for hours cleaning after you know he dropped in but jayster hardly knew the guy uh the bni opens doors in different ways doesn't it and so mm-hmm. that story you know was amazing um just to hear the difference between 2011 and 2022 and look i don't disregard anybody who didn't go through 2011 of course um, a loner on the Gold Coast was telling me about a chapter down there called BNI Eagle who has a roster of people to go out and check on each all the people. So they had a roster for two to three days and you just went out and helped people who were impacted, right? So who who knows, you know, who else is going to do that? And another person they fundraised for a new bed, mattress and linen for a, a family who lost their house, um, and the husband was in BNI, so they just fundraised for the bed and the mattress and the linen. Another one organised a GoFundMe page, um, which is a region-wide GoFundMe page on the Gold Coast. Like this, this is phenomenal, and it's not one person. It's not Sharon. It's not Lisa. It's not a loner. It's all those people who were in our network around us to um, uplift and hold each other and check in on mental, the mental stability. So what I said, just check people mentally if they're okay. Are you okay? How can we help? Nothing? I'm here to talk. You want to talk? I'll listen.
0: Yeah, and my that's phone be, went out of
2: control with the phone calls.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be a big thing now after the cleanup, you know, the, the mental health of people who have lost so much. And, you know, thinking of, you know, we, we're focusing this on uh, Brisbane, but... I think of our BNI members in New South Wales too, uh, right now who who copped it probably a few days after you guys as well, um, working together. I'm sure we'll hear some stories come out of them as well. So um, this has been um, this has been fantastic to hear those stories of of those members working together. And and for our members listening, if you're in those areas, you know, mental health checks for for the people affected affected are really key. Uh, and, you know, are you okay? Go around, call around with a coffee, you know, call around with a beer or something or a wine and, uh, and just uh, check they're okay. And, and uh, you know, sometimes people just need someone to talk to and uh, someone to listen to and, uh, and connect with people because, uh, you know, when you're up against it and, you know, you've lost so much, I, I, can't, imagine, uh, I can't imagine the feeling of that, um, how, how bad that would be for those, for those particular people.
1: No, just one of the other things, too, and we saw that, uh, we saw this a lot during the p- pandemic in Victoria. And uh, it's, it's funny to say, but I'm, I'm wondering how many people are going to start moving back to Victoria now because, you know, everyone left because it was the state that you didn't want to live in. And now all of a sudden, the other states have copped it. It's just been so unfair. But a lot of people who tend to give the most and do the most are often people who are struggling the most and, and that's the way that they cope with it. So they cope by giving their time and they distract themselves by making themselves available to other members, um, you know, doing whatever they can. They just keep themselves really, 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 really busy. And they're also the ones that you need to keep an eye on as well, just, so just because someone's doing a lot, just they need uh, sometimes a hug and say, you know something, how are you going? Because they're always one of those. And there were people in B&I that recognised that and um, I didn't recognise it until they recognised it. So, you know, we're all feeling, you know, it's the stress on, on some level and I agree with you, Lisa. I just can't, I it, it, it baffles me when I think about the the group of people that I've got whenever I need them. And I've got a, um, I've got a little thought in my head and it is value, community and success. And I think that is what makes people's, want to be part of BNI they feel valued they feel part of a community and then they feel success and that could come in a whole bunch of different ways and for some people the success is before the community and the value because they they're just getting there and they're working it out but when we get to this point it's always about being valued as part of a community and that's where the success comes yeah it.
2: and if i can just add um Bea, i'm the thing for me is whatever someone's going through is their reality So, you know, Sharon got some flooding, I got some flooding, but I go in the scheme of things, it's nothing. But if it was something for me, that's my reality. And I think that people um, need to remember whatever someone's going through, if that's big for them, that's big for them, right, because that's their reality. And I think whatever it is for, you know, oh, my goodness, we'll be there. What do you need? Well, I only need a pick-me-up or a chat. Okay, that's if that's what you need, that's what you need.
0: I'd like, uh, I'd like to introduce our special guest today, Louis the Whippet, in, uh, in Veronica's office. <laughs> nice to meet
3: you, Louis. <laughs> <Lily>. Yes. <laughs> I'd <I laughs> love to this on Zoom because
1: we can connect with everyone all over Australia, but Louis has got
0: to get with the program. Now you can't out, Steve. It's going to be in there. <laughs>
2: it's <was> just agreeing.
0: <laughs> Sharon, uh, any final thoughts while, uh Veronica lets her dog out? <laughs> um. you know, e-
3: We're a family and we're a community and at the end of the day, as Lisa says, you know, it's picking up the phone. And I know with Lisa that I've called her many times um, in my journey to be an executive director and, you know, she's just there to listen and which is awesome and that's what we're all here to do. We're all here to help each other listen and, um, you know, share the story. So...
1: Sharon, can I just ask you because very, very quickly, because I know that we're um, running out of time, but how did you first come into BNI? How did you end up a BNI member?
3: Yes, um, so back uh, in 2014, my husband and I uh, have a, uh, we've got a, a customs brokerage firm, and uh, we lost one of our biggest clients. And what we looked at was that we were heavily into retail. So Philip um, joined a BNI chapter. We got a, an invitation from a friend, and uh, then I had uh, brain surgery in 2014, so we swapped me as the member, and I've never looked back. I I loved every minute of it. Like, Philip Philip loved it because I would use all my words up before I got to the office, you know, for the day. So I didn't he didn't have to hear as many words because I was <laughs> talking so much. Um, and uh, yeah, so that so I've been a member since 2014, and it has been awesome for my business it's been awesome for me personally it's uh it's awesome in you know awesome in so many ways I've met so many nice people and uh it's it's great that's amazing so you got brain surgery and and joined BNI because of that that's fantastic yes yes I uh I got brain surgery and then decided to join BNI so it's
0: We like words on this podcast and I'm sure you'll be on again sometime in the future, Sharon, so uh, welcome to the B&I Executive Director team. Hey, uh, Lisa Gill and Sharon McGorry, thank you for coming on today on B&I, the Australian Story podcast and sharing those stories. I know I've had a bit of a laugh about it at the end, but but in all seriousness, um what people have been through um in there is not a laughing matter in the region and it's uh it's something where uh but it's great to see that our members actually uh, are helping work together and and help each other through that so um uh love and good health to everyone in your regions right now and uh and strength to them so uh thank you for being with us today thanks brand
2: thanks
1: thanks so much me. thank you Thanks so much. Brent, once again, fantastic um, guests, and you always bring in, you know, we're sharing the love all over Australia. Uh, the last uh, few weeks we have spoken to some guests from Queensland and New South Wales, and uh, I, I just can't imagine not only, you know, being in that kind of situation but, you know, trying to still do business. But we do because that's how we do it in B&I. We're able to not only support people personally but professionally as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's something, as I said earlier, it's something when you join something like BNI, like we do, you don't expect that when you fill in the application form and apply to the chapter. And that just comes with uh, people who build relationships with each other, who are familiar with each other, who are working together in a cooperative and positive environment, really want to look after each other as well.
1: Yeah, so true. So, what is your tip for the week?
0: Yeah, quick tip for uh, for this week. This was really interesting. And it came across my desk this week. Our stats from BNI Connect in the last twelve months showed that forty five percent of our members did not invite a visitor to their chapters.
1: That's when we need some very dramatic music. Boom!
0: So, how much can we actually change? our B&I groups, if those those members who did not invite a visitor brought at least one along, and if we've got a conversion rate of 20% in our chapters, that can really help the chapter move along and also improve the amount of business being done by the chapter and by those individual members as well. So it's a win-win situation. They bring people, more people join the network, the network makes more money. So if you're one of those members, and if you look at your um, stats report, and you haven't brought a visitor in the last 12 months, you can really help your chapter by bringing a visitor along who can fill a spot in your category over the next few weeks. And that can really help change not only your chapter, but it will also increase the seat value, which gives you more income. So it's a win-win. So uh, yeah, invite those visitors.
1: I think that's a really great point. I think that's a really great way to finish off our podcast today. Thank you to Steve, our podcast producer, for ensuring everything ran smoothly. And thank you so much to Lisa and Sharon all the way from uh, Queensland. We really appreciate you being on the podcast with us today. Brent, we'll see you same time next week.
0: No worries.